Well, great morning, great morning. And we want to welcome you to the Unlimited You Show. This show is designed to help you heal, break through, and break forth from your current situation. We encourage you to go beyond your limitations and design the life that God has planned for you. We also restore hope by sharing kingdom principles, strategies, and teachings. Join us weekly to enjoy voiceovers, video encouragements, and interviews with real people who reveal the power behind making a decision to shift their mindset. You will then begin to experience total and complete transformation. I am your host and life transformation coach, Waukesha Green, and I am here to help you remove the limitations off of your life. Hello, hello, hello. Well, look hello. at this. Hello. <laughs> How y'all doing this morning? We good. Oh, we, we good. doing good. Yes, I, you know what? I'm so happy to see y'all. Y'all on here. Oh, you better stop. <laughs> I didn't think my co-host was going to be able to join us this morning, but look at God. He look at God. Out. Look at God. <laughs> he worked it out. So, yes. All right. Well, I just want to say thank y'all for once again accepting the invitation. We have our guest joining us today, Andrea Green. <laughs> and then my son, Austin Benson. <laughs> How y'all doing this morning? Good, good. Good. Great. Y'all ready to unpack this topic, sis? How you doing? Awesome. You know me. <laughs> ready to roll? That's right, Neville. I saw your little mm, mm, mm. That's right. That's right. Get it cropping early in the morning. I'm trying to tell Ooh. you. Yes. All right. Well, we are super excited to be on here this morning. You know, we're just, you know, thanking God. So um, for what's, what he has in store for you guys this morning, uh, power, powerful. Today, we're going to be unpacking a topic and we call it the scars. Yes. Mm, the scars, because many, many, many of us, we carry scars. Yes. We have endured many things. We're going through many things. And those are scars. But you know what? Those scars represent life. Right? So right. do y'all want to touch on that before we really dig in to the scars? We're going to let our guests go first. Absolutely. <laughs> Austin, you can go first. I've been on here before. You're the guest. <laughs> okay. So, all right. All right. All right. All right. All right. So, you going to do that? Okay. So, scars. Um, every day in life we go, we go through something that always leaves a scar on us, whether it be um, bad or whether it be good. Um, scars seen, you know, uh, going from not having a kid to having a kid that puts a scar on you because you got to either mature quickly and understand what you need to do to make that make your son or your daughter happy and give them the best life that you possibly can do so you got to throw your childish things away and grow up and do what you need to do to make it a good life um for your child and then you have your bad uh losing family members losing um a friend Sometimes losing a dog, just whatever it could be, just a loss in yeah. your life uh, could scar you. 
depending on how close you really were to them, the scar could be greater. Right. Um, and then you got military personnel always coming back home from uh, from Afghanistan or wherever they're stationed at, and they always come back with uh, scars too. PTSD yes. is a big thing. Losing, yes. watching, mm. you know, it's crazy. Yeah. Right. Could imagine it. Right. Okay, Dre, Dre. Um, for me, scars can really, just like really, it's really what he just said. Good, bad, yeah. uh, physical, emotional, mental. Um, as you guys know, I did have a C-section, so that is considered a scar. Right. But it's mm-hmm. not. It's not a bad scar. That would be a good scar because I brought my son into this world. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Another scar that is like there forever, but right. <laughs> <laughs> a great thing because now my son is here. So right, yeah, yeah. So just to you know sum up what they say, you know, a scar could be seen and unseen, mm-hmm. you know, good or bad. I mean, right. you know, everybody got scars different. You could have scars from um, a bad relationship. You know, you could yeah. have scars yeah. from, um, you know lost like Aussie said you know you can have scars like not only from c-section but any kind of surgery or whatever so mm-hmm. seen and unseen you know a lot of people have emotional scars you can't see that but you know eventually it will display and come out but ptsd is another one you don't see it until it comes out so it's just seen and unseen scars right you know and the thing about it is is that's so that's so true because um, and the main, I, I won't say the main scars, but the scars that are discounted are the unseen scars. Right. A lot of times, you know, people are carrying uh, burdens. They're carrying things on the inside, you know, that they're, that they have, you know, they're going through or they have walked through, you know, um, I, I wrote down a couple of different things here. Um, overcome. What have you overcome? You know, what scars do you have? you know, loss, abandonment, you know, there's, that is really a big one is abandonment. People feel abandoned, you know, depression like another one says depression. Yeah. Addiction, abuse, yes. condemnation, people judging yes. you, uh, people condemning you to hell, you know, or whatever it may be. Uh, let's see, divorce, mm-hmm. neglect, any type of trauma, Yes. You know what I'm saying? So anything, anything like that are scars, you know, and on the inside, I, you know, uh, shared, you know, a couple of scars that I have had, you know, and like Andrea said, you know, the scar, the scar of a cesarean, you know, but that scar represents life. Right. You know, I was able to, to give birth to her and, you know, Jeremy, you know, to my babies. And so you look at that scar and appreciate that scar. You know what I'm saying? Because then too, what you do is if if there's scars that you have, that you have overcome or that you see that, look at my scars. That means I have overcame some things. That means I'm a warrior. I'm a warrior. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, And for women, childbirth, Woo! Men can't, y'all can't do that. Yeah, that's what? why God ain't had y'all do that because y'all wouldn't even be able to handle that. At all. At all. I was hurting when I was watching her go through it. I was like, oh, wait, you're having a, oh, that's hurting me. And I wasn't even hooked up to nothing. I just right. think that you had to actually carry him. 
Right. I'd be I'd be sitting down everywhere. I wouldn't be walking. <laughs> the belly I got now, it's hard to walk. It hurts my back sometimes. Mm. Oh goodness. You know what? You know so what? That's that a scar. Said, all you men out there, y'all better cherish the woman you would cherish your mother, because we go through some stuff to get y'all here. Okay. Right. Those are like That's those true. Are lifetime scars that That's we true. we can't get rid of. We don't want to get rid of. You know right. what I'm saying? Because it is life. It, it represents that we are, we have life, you know, we're, we've lived, you know, and then another thing what I want us to touch on too is your scars are a symbol of, share with the, with the listeners, what are mm-hmm. the scars a symbol of? What can it do for somebody else? Not just for you. Let them know that they could they could go through too, and they could have victory too, and that even though you have a score, no matter what it is, you could get through it. God got you. Yeah. Right, and y'all, any y'all too. Yeah, same thing. Really, it'll either strengthen you, and for some people, you know, some people can't handle certain stuff they go go through, so some of it weakens some people. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The biggest scar that I've I've heard about is uh, addiction from like uh, shooting up. That scars, mm. and that's an embarrassment to people who um who who do it. They're scared to to talk about it or to show it. But once they come out of that addiction and they and they're sober, then they're like, yeah, these are my scars, and I got through it. I see a lot of those out. Yes. Yeah, I do too, nephew. Unfortunately, where I work at, we got a lot of them, and the ones who, um, you know, come out, they could they could help heal other people and show them how to go yep. through. You know, yeah. and it's like it's not easy when you're going through withdrawals, but you can make it. You know, right? Mm, that's really good, and um, I think too. Um, you know what? Let's do this. I'm. Gonna, I have a passage of scripture that I do want to read. Mm-hmm. And then we'll continue because then we'll be able to go into a little bit more. So I'm gonna come from John 20, and then I'm gonna um, I'm gonna go I'm gonna I'm gonna bounce all the way down to um, 19. And so it says, then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, uh, when the doors were shut. Now this is when Jesus uh, came after his resurrection when he appeared to his disciples. Okay. So, so y'all know where we're going. When the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in the midst and said to them, listen to this, y'all, peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side, his scars, right? We'll come back to that. Then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. 21, so Jesus said to them again, peace to you. As the father has sent me, I also send you. And when he said, when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. We're going down to 24. Now, Thomas, now this is where I wanted to get to. Y'all listen. Now, Thomas called the twin. One of the 12 was was not with them when Jesus came. The other disciples, therefore, said to him, we have 
seen the Lord. So he said to them, unless I see in his hands the print of the nails and put my finger into the print of the nails and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. So Thomas said, I need to see evidence that this is the Lord. Mm -hmm. 26. And after eight days, his disciples were again inside and Thomas with them. Jesus came, the door being shut and stood in the midst and said, once again, peace to you. Then he said to Thomas, reach your finger here and look at my hands and reach your hand here and put it into my side. Do not be unbelieving, but believing. That's what I wanted to write there. So Thomas had to see proof because he knew that Jesus was crucified. They knew it. And he said, in order for me to believe, I've got to see the scars. I've got to touch them. Why do we think that even in his resurrection, the scars was not removed? Why do you think? Let's, let's touch on that. People, oh, I'm going to let the guests go first. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because you know me. I'll be talking. <laughs> go ahead. What do y'all think? Why didn't, why weren't the scars of the crucifixion, his side pierced, his, the, his hands, you know, when they went through, why wasn't those scars closed up? Evidence. Because that's what, that's what he went through. Yeah. That shows what he actually endured and was able to come out of. Right. Absolutely. Austin, you have. I was going to say the same thing she said was what yeah. it went through. Sis. Just, you know, what she said to show people what he went through and show people what God can do, what his our father can do. You know, we go through some stuff and, you know, we may be dead and inside, but God will raise us right back up and let people see the scars. But we know that it wasn't something that Jesus did or what we did is what our father did for us. Right. Absolutely. And I wrote down a couple of different uh, key pointers here. Uh, the scars are a symbol of hope. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when people see or know that we have endured some things, that we have some scars, that we have walked out, that we are victorious, then if they're walking it out or if they're going through it or they will go through it, they'll remember, oh man, Audra went through such and such. I know that I can go through. Andrea went through. Austin went through. Man, and look, they're still smiling. They still have joy because happy is the way of the world, but joy comes yes. from the Lord. Yes. Right? We have true joy. You know, and what evidence? It's a symbol of evidence. Uh, victory. So we have conquered some things. What to say? We are victorious. Yes. We are victorious. We are life. victorious. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it represents life. The scars. Anything. I got a scar on my right leg. You know, running. And then when look, got pushed down, that scar is still there. So you know, every time I look at that scar, it reminds me. Yep, my cousin pushed me down. And I didn't scar my leg for the rest of my life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So there are representations. You know what I'm saying? And scars. There's a huge scar that we have. And that was <clears throat> the scar of a loss of my um, my baby, my son. Mm -hmm. That's a scar. But you know what? With that scar, we're able to really help somebody else. Mm -hmm. 
you know, this scar, this hurt, you know, and it's going to hurt for the rest of your life. You know what I'm saying? Because that that's a scar, you mm. know, did we want him to go? No, absolutely not. But now it's not just for us, it's for somebody else. So we're the, the scars that we carry, we're carrying somebody else's cross. Right. And since so that we, is so powerful, what you say, because what you went through, you showing other mothers how to go through when they lose a kid, you know, right. whether it's son or daughter, you showing them, you know, I lost my baby, but this is how you go through. And people look at you and be like, I don't know if I could do that. If I lost a child, she just, you know, she's so strong. She's smiling. She's still happy. Mm -hmm. What is she doing? So they're looking at you. They're right. looking at how you walking through this. Even with you, Andrea, they're looking, sisters and brothers are looking at you. She lost her brother. It was just them too. How is she so happy and she's still living life? People are watching you guys and how y'all maneuver and how y'all going through it. Austin, they're looking at you because that was your brother-in-law. That was your friend. They're looking right. That how y'all maneuver, how y'all dealing with this, you know? So it's just that was just so powerful what you say because we don't realize how many people are actually watching us when we go through stuff. And you don't even y'all don't even realize how many people y'all probably don't help get through because they saw how y'all went through, you know? Right, right. right. Mm. And that's and that's good because I have had many reach out and say, How are you being so strong? You know, you don't have to be so strong. And the thing that I that I don't know any other way, you know right. what I'm saying? Because I know my father. I have a personal I tell people in a minute, I have a direct relationship with my father. And that's not for play play. Right. I don't play. You know, that's that's real. You know, and I um, my son, he had asked Austin and Andrea, man, I don't know how y'all are able to be so strong. And what Austin, so what'd you say, son? Well, when you live with this woman, you're forced oh, yeah. to be strong. Right. Because yeah. she has God in her. That's why. Mm -hmm. And then also train up a child right in the way that they should go when they're older. They will not depart from it. We yeah. they know that as as for me in my house, we serve the Lord. Right. We love the Lord. And so, you know, Austin coming in, you know what? how many years ago many years ago you know and that's how he was able to grab hold as well and say man this is how we're able to be so strong because we have our father for real we right. have jesus for real you right. know and and that's what i you know the response that i give you know how are you able to be so strong and you lost your son right well first and foremost i know my son is with my heavenly father with my abba oh, my yeah. daddy yeah. and he's in a better way better place than we are in right now but true. there's still work for me to do. There's yeah, still, still work for you us to, to do. do, you know, and I love what Tyler Perry said. We're carrying the cross. He said, I'm helping somebody else carry their cross. Right. I'm helping somebody else get across. Yeah. So whatever we go through, whatever size we carry, that's to help somebody else. Yes. And I direct them to our father, you know, and it's and a lot of times it'd be believers. You know, they have a relationship with the Lord. And I'm like, did you forget? Did you forget? Right. Did you forget who our father is? Some people do forget. They do. And we have to remind them. Right. You know, regardless of what we endure. And that was the hardest. That, excuse me, has been the toughest scar is to lose my baby. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I have the joy. Like I said earlier, I am whole. I'm healed. And I walk it out because I know that God said that I have more for you to do. 
And it reminds me of, um, who was that? Was that Joshua when Moses had died? What he's telling Joshua, Moses is dead. Get up. Right. Get up. My baby is with the Lord. And every day I say, good morning, baby. And I kiss him because I carry him. We carry him around our neck every single day. That's good. In our spirit and in our soul. You know, his videos, his memories, his, his smile, all that we have. And you know what I'm so grateful about? Because I'm a picture taker and a video. Yeah, you are. We have. <laughs> you really and are. That's, you know what I'm saying? And that's for a reason. But that's, that's good. good. That's the memories. You keep yes. those memories and you, yes. you got that. Even though when you lose that person, you still have those memories. You can memories. go back, yeah. look at the videos. You can look at the pictures. That's good. Keep taking them. Yes. Keep taking them. Keep videoing. Keep walking it out. Keep loving people. You know, because I know, and I shared earlier that, you know, the, the way that I we're able to endure is because we're being touched. We're touched yes, by somebody, right. somebody that cares enough for us to come alongside of us and, and, and say, come, come follow me as I follow Christ. Right. Walk this way. You know what I'm saying? And we're great examples. So everything that we go through is, is literally not for us. It's right. for somebody else. It's for somebody and else. I would look, carry those scars, wear those scars proudly. Did you guys want to share something else about that? Well, I'm going to let Drea go. She looked like she got something to say. <laughs> Come on with it. Come on with it, Drea. <laughs> no, I didn't. Um, yeah, that's really it. Like, you guys know that was the hardest thing I've ever had to go through was freaking losing my brother. So you guys would always, well, not, not you guys, but people always ask me, how do you, you know, how are you okay? Or how are you... Sometimes I'm like, I'm not okay. <laughs> right. And it's okay not to be okay. Right. I'm just learning to live on without him. Right. So it's not, mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, I'm not fully where mom is. <laughs> you know, I still have my days where I'm like, oh, I'm so angry, but mm-hmm. I'm getting there eventually, slowly. <laughs> but you but you know what? But you know what needs that is good because you just free some people. You know that you just free some people because a lot of people think when we say, you know, everybody's not where sis at, you know, you have emotions. You have to go through those emotions to get where she's at. You know what I mean? And it doesn't matter where where your walk at with God. Some people definitely have to go through those emotions. You're going to be mad. You're going to be angry. You're going to be depressed. You're going to be sad. But it's okay to not be okay because eventually you know, you're going to get there. God is allowing you to go through this process. So when somebody else comes to you, you will fully understand where they're at. If they're in the anger place, you've been there. Hey, mm-hmm. I've been there. I know that, you know, where your mom may not have been angry. God ain't going to bring somebody to her who lost somebody and they're angry because that's not where she was, but you can help. Mm-hmm. So it's okay. Right. And the thing about it is, is I had to go through those phases as well, but when I go through, I I go through them with God. People don't see my phases. You know what I'm saying? Because I was angry and I had to pray and ask God to help me to get past that phase that where I was at because I didn't want to be angry. And I, I told him that I didn't want I didn't want rage either. Because if I get to a place of anger and rage, then it would not be good. Because then I it yeah, it wouldn't be good for me. And so he took me to from that point. It was it was quick. You know, from that 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 point 
and then to another place of growth and going through, you know, but I did experience going through the why, um, not questioning God, absolutely not. The why for my son, you know, and I knew the behind things that was happening or that was happening that led up to, you know, what, what happened. But then it was still the question, why son, why? Why baby, why? You still have work to do. You have blessed so many people. You have no idea. And then I got to the phase of, I was angry. I was angry at the ones that added to the problem mm -hmm. with my son. Then I, there was rage. And then when I got to rage, I said, no, no, father, shut it down. Please shut that down because I don't want to, I don't want to be revengeful. I don't want to have rage on the inside of me. And then I got to the place where I was, I, I was surviving. Then I got to the place to where I was actually healing. Okay. And then I got to the place where I was made whole. And so that, yes, there is phases of going through your scars. And don't get me wrong. At times, I still have my days and I will for the rest of my life. So we'll encourage somebody today, the things that you endure. And especially if it's, I want to say loss, grief, anything that is trauma that you have endured, don't, don't give yourself some grace and allow yourself to go through the, the phases to get to the place of wholeness right. and don't, well, don't hold it in. Don't Do not, not hold, hold it, it in. in. Yes. No. Because I've had to go through those things. And to this day, I have <clears> some <throat> days where I will, I break down. What was it like a week ago? I was literally at my baby girl had, and mm -hmm. son had came home and I left and I knew I needed to get out of the house because I needed to breathe. I was that day. I needed to breathe and I knew something was wrong, but just couldn't pinpoint it. I went on my walk around that trail and guess what? God began to minister to me through music and I just began to ball. And I knew what it was. I'm missing my baby. Yes. I miss my baby and it is okay. It is okay to, to feel like that. It is okay to cry. I say your, your cry is a cleansing clean yes, when you're releasing you know but yeah that's going to happen you know and i really my cousin had told me shortly after we had lost jeremy she had told me she said cousin she said just something from me to you because she lost um, you know her uncle her, her father you know and she said it will never go away it will just get easier it will just get easier that freed me because you know, for some people, they'd be like, you still dealing with that? You still feel like that? It's been a year. It's been two years. It's been 10 years. It's been 20 years. It's been 50 years. I don't care how long it's been. It's the scars. It's your scars. And it's gonna. It's okay yes. to be able to feel. And I, I am an avid about what are you feeling? Mm -hmm. Deal with that. Do not, because I used to hold things in all the time. But Holding things in causes what? An implosion on the inside. You will explode. You are ticking time bomb at that yeah. point. Man, yes. you are ticking time bomb. And everybody that cross your path, they're gonna get it. Right. Mm -hmm. And we <laughs> and we don't we don't want that. 
Right. So that's, you know, and so that's really good. And I just, yeah, I mean, it. go ahead. I just want to touch on some things. We talked about loss and grief and stuff, right? I just want to switch it up a little bit because I want to touch on two more things. And that's addiction. And then the scar, the physical scar, like the C-section, right? So yeah, are you up after this, right? You just get ready. I'm just letting you know you up next. Yeah, take your hand but, down off your face. <laughs> so yeah. with the addiction part, you know, when we talk about addiction, that is a score. But, you know, a lot of people, when you say addiction, what do most people think of of addiction? Drugs. 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 Addiction could Alcohol. be, you know, Alcohol is an addiction. Drugs, sex is an addiction. There's so many people out here addicted to sex. Right. No. Mm-hmm. Let me tell y'all, I don't encounter some people like it's just a drug to them. Sex is a drug to them, right? But what I learned in that when people are, is addicted to sex is because they don't been through something. Most people, when I talk to them, they either been molested as a kid and that's what they're drawn to. So they feel like, you know, I, my body's already... You know, it's not my body no more. They violated it. So I just give it to whoever willingly. I'm addicted to this. But, you know, when you you pray people up out of that stuff and you talk to them and let them get a lot of people been molested and addicted to sex. They don't even talk about it because, you know, back in the day, what was the saying? What goes on stays in the family? No, we it's yeah, time no, no. To break that cycle. Right. It's time for us to let it be known. I don't care if it's a family member, a family friend. If a child been molested, let them talk about it. They, that's the only way they're going to be free. You have right. to talk. That's even like with drugs. People are addicted to drugs because something happened in their life and they're trying to numb themselves. So they numb themselves with sex. They numb themselves with alcohol. They numb themselves with drugs. And, you know, a lot of people just discount them because they're addicted to the Oh, they're a, a hoe. They they're a dog. Oh, they're a drug addict. Oh, they're just a drunk. Right. Learn people's story before you start labeling them because a lot of people on these that's addicted to these things. If you learn a backdrop, you'll be like, my God, you we got to let these people talk. And we as sons of God, we have to start walking beside these people. Right. Right. I grew up with somebody who was addicted to drugs and it was addicted really bad. Years later, I seen this person. My God, they're free. They look good. They're no longer, they've been, I mean, clean for years. Look really good, you know? So it's possible. And, you know, people that's addicted to whatever that person was addicted to or anything else, they see this person be like, wow, they could do it. I could do it. Right. Right. You know, as we got the, you know, people is like, oh, it's a choice they made. Not all the time people addicted to stuff, that's a choice. Right. You know, we got to stop saying that's a choice. They choose to do this. They they could get off if they want. Once you're addicted to something, it is hard to get off. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, you need the help of family, friends. You need that support system. So when they do get off, they don't relapse because they're going back to the same people or the same environment. They got to be surrounded by positive people. And right. we are that positive people. If we could come alongside these people and give them hope and let them know there is a God that can help you, even when people turn their back on you, you can always call on God. He got you. Enough people don't know that that's an addiction. They don't know that God still loves them. God will help them through. Right. But it's up to us to tell them that. You know, what do y'all feel about that? Yeah. I um, also, to, to caveat off of what you said, sis, about addiction, um, you know, growing up, we experienced that with my mom, you know, and praise God for years now, she's been, you know, free from addiction. But for many years growing up, she was, you know, on drugs really bad. And, 
And um, and so you're right. And like we talked about not too long ago, community. You know, right. it takes a village. You know, when people are going through, you know, and she didn't, you know, at the time she she was doing the best that she knew how to do. Right. You know, and even when and one day we're gonna have her come on here, she's gonna share her testimony because that is a powerful testimony of how God turned that around. But it 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 did take some work, you know, and it took us, her children, coming alongside of her saying, Mom, look. And then let's let's get you back to Jesus. Right. Let's 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 so she went to church, you know, till she came out, got moved her out to Colorado, you know, and she she struggled for a long, uh, you know, for a couple of years after we brought her out here still. But I knew I had to get her out of that environment. Right. To a new environment. And then let me let me take you back to your foundation. Mm -hmm. My mom didn't go go to the, you know, and don't get me wrong. Counselors. Absolutely. If you need to go do that. You know, but she didn't. She went back to Jesus. That's right. She went to the Lord. I said, we go going to church. I dragged mama to church with me. Faithfully, she would go. But then eventually, eventually, she wanted it more than right. the excuse. Right. She wanted her freedom, her wholeness, her breakthrough more than the right. excuse. No longer were those drugs of any interest to her. Right. And then she, by the grace of God, she broke forth, you know, and she has been years since my mom has been free from addiction, but you're absolutely right. You know, and, and it takes someone saying, hold up, you know, and that's just like um, opioids, C2 prescription, sis, mm -hmm. you know, the doctors are prescribing these medications right. to people, you know, that's, I don't take them at all. No, absolutely not you know, because they are addicting medications. Right. You know, so every time you have a pain, you want that pill. Yeah, because they're trying to relieve pain. Yes. Something that hurts. So they're trying to relieve this pain. And in that, they're getting addicted to this medication. Right. So that's another huge one right there as well. Right. You know, that's so that's a story. Ibuprofen, Tylenol. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Dre, it's so right that you said that Tylenol ibuprofen. Because while I work at these people get mad. Well, where's my time? It expired. Why my Tylenol expired? Why my ibuprofen expired? And you know, some of these people are like it's just Tylenol ibuprofen, but you really can't get addicted to that stuff, right? Yeah. Mom, I mean, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say I was addicted, but I used to get headaches horribly every single day. But these past like two months or so, I was getting migraines like really, really, really bad. And I was taking them every day, literally, willingly, every day. And my mom and my dad were like, you can't keep doing that. Right. <laughs> it's messing up your liver. You're going to kill your liver. I was like, I know, but it hurts. But eventually, <clears throat> I, was like, I can't do this anymore. I can't keep taking freaking these dang pills. Right. It was every day because it was making them go away. Right. Yeah. Like, I got to stop. I haven't taken them in like two weeks, but I'm like, I can't keep doing that to my freaking self at all. I can't keep doing it for mm -hmm. myself. Right. right. Yeah. And we realized, you know, we had to, you know, even with that, to covering up or trying to relieve a temporary pain, what's the root issue? What's wrong? So she was working a job where she was working crazy hours. 
and she lacked sleep. Mm -hmm. She wasn't resting. So when and she got to the point perfect. where she released that job and she was able to rest, get some decent sleep, the, the headaches went away. Yes. They, mm -hmm. they just left like here recently. I haven't gotten them in like the past month or so. Mm -hmm. But before they started and I couldn't get them to stop. Yep. Right. Like, horrible. So I was Yes. Every night, not getting no sleep, mm -hmm. getting up at 1 a.m., midnight, 2 a.m. It was rough. Right. Like, yeah, no, I can't do this no more. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So, and, that's, and that, that's what it is, is root right. issues, you know, and, and you're right, scars. So every, all those things, those are scars, but scar. what's the root issue that's underlining? Right. And everybody with addiction got a scar and they got a underline why they're all why they're addicted to whatever you know right. so we just have to be those willing ears to listen and sit and you know and if they don't know god or they've been you know they just forgot who god was it's our job as sons of god to bring them back right tell them about the goodness of our father it's, mm. our, job. it's our responsibility that's right so you know? good absolutely oh, do you have anything on that what was that sorry cut out do you have anything on addiction? On addiction? You, um, like you said, you could be addicted to really anything. Mm -hmm. um, some people are addicted to working out. That's their pain reliever, I guess mm -hmm. you can say. Um, I know I was talking to somebody at work, and um, he went through some stuff, but he didn't go into details. He didn't really tell me what it was because he didn't feel comfortable talking about it. But he said, but when I feel angry, I will go to the gym and just work out for an hour or two, and then that right. will help me. Um, so that's his addiction to right. pain is working out, uh, which is good. It, I mean, that ain't, yeah, that ain't bad at all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but there are like bad and good addictions. Um, my addiction is just playing video games all the time. When I'm right. either depressed or upset or don't want to deal with something, right. get my mind off something, I'll just go play some games with, with my friends or whatever. Um, Another good addiction, you know? Yeah. Yep. And he is definitely a true gamer. Yeah, but it, it, and that's the thing, you know, people have to understand they got good addiction and they got bad addiction. And yeah. the two that he said are good addictions. That's you may be addicted to it, but it's good and it's in a healthy way. You know, right. eventually whatever you're dealing, we're gonna come back. Eventually you're gonna have to talk about it, but in the meantime, you're you handling it in a good way, right? Not bad yeah. way. Right. Yeah. You're not taking your, you know, when you're frustrated or you, you taking it out, you know, because some some people go and hit stuff and, mm -hmm. you know, those things, you know, the underlining issue, they want to do something to hurt. Instead, you know, you retreat. That's what right. I call a retreat because right. that's what I, I do the same thing. I retreat. I'll get into my quiet place. I'll turn on. I, we love music. We turn on music. You know, I listen to my worship music. Or I open my word, my Bible, open my <laughs> word. Yes. You know, we can get it. Let's, let's dance. You know, oh, and, yes. and so it 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 helps. You know, right. so really good, really good. Right. I like that. Yeah. So now, Dre, you're up. Let's talk about these physical scars, honey. <laughs> I'm gonna help you along the way because I got some physical scars too. So I'm gonna help you with this one. Yeah. Uh, only physical scar I have is my C-section, and Mom will tell you I did not want that C-section at all. <laughs> I was angry. I pushed it off for hours. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's more like days, but yeah. <laughs> it wasn't days. It was like hours, but it's fine. Uh, it felt like days. Um basically my son, he wouldn't come out the regular, you know, the regular way. He had turned back around. So his feet were first and his heart rate was dropping really bad. So they kept saying he wasn't gonna come out this way. We have to go in. I said no for hours. And eventually my mom was like, Drea, you have to do it. You know, you're he's not gonna come out. His heart heart rate is dropping tremendously quickly. And I was like, No, I'm not doing it. No. <laughs> I'm Stubborn. Not, yeah, very. Because she didn't want the scar. Right. Yeah, I didn't want the scar. So eventually I was just like, you know what, whatever, just do it. And so, but now before when he was first born, I hated it. Cause I was like, I can't freaking get my stomach back to the way it was. I hate this freaking scar. It's not going back. But now I look at it and I'm like, it literally brought my son into this world. Right. How can I, you know, how can I hate something that brought him into this world? And so eventually I started getting back to where I actually love my freaking my body. Right. Before, I hated it. I was, I was like, I'm fat, Austin, I'm fat. He's like, no, you're not. Yes, I am. But now mm-hmm. I'm just like, shoot, okay, tell me a thing. That's really the thing where I'm getting at is not all scars are bad. Yeah, yeah I didn't want it, but I got it. So I got to live with it, you know? You embrace it. Wow, I love it. Yeah. So <laughs> my son will be five years old soon. So, yeah, that's yeah. my physical scar. I only have one physical scar. So, right. And, that- mm-hmm. and that's good, you know, because, yeah. you know, since I told what last week I told my testimony. Yeah. Was it last week? Yeah. So I got a scar. I had a double mastectomy, you know, right. and I went through it. You know, I was, hey, let's do it. But then once I got the score and I did the radiation and my skin was coming off, I was like, oh, I don't know about this. I started, you know, I was I, I started hating my body. You know, I was like, I went through the what I went through. I'm, I'm grateful for that. I, I could testify. But literally after the fact, I hated my body. I still got the score. But now that score remind me that you strong. You went through something that would take most people out. Most right. People just to get depressed and it would wither away. You fought. You fought to be here because your work on earth is still done. So every time I look at my score, you know, at first I was like, oh, you know, I, I didn't want to take my clothes off in front of my husband. He's like, babe, I don't care about that. I know what you went through, you know. Right. But I had to get to the point where I was okay with it. Now I'm fine with like, girl, I will strip in a minute, okay? <laughs> yes, you will. <laughs> I will, but you know, it's okay because that's going to remind me that I went through this, but I went through it for somebody else, and wow. I, I love me again. And even though I got this score, it just remind me how victorious I was and remind me what God did for me. He took something that was poisonous out my body that could have killed me. Right. And made me whole again, you know, so scars are not bad. This scar reminds me, you know, and I have a, I have a tattoo right there of a, a butterfly with a tiger inside. And that just remind me, I am gentle like a butterfly, but I'm strong like a tiger. And that scar reminds me of that. 
Like I was, I'm a delicate flower and God had to get the poison out of me. But at at the time he was doing it, I was still strong like a tiger going through it. So, you know, scars, I mean, I I embrace my scars, you know. Right. You know, at first I was like, I didn't want the scar. It was like, oh, I got that. I'm going to have my reconstruction surgery, you know, da, 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 da. Honey, I don't care nothing about a reconstruction surgery. I love me just the way I am. Right. No, with or without breasts, I'm beautiful. Right. Yes, you are, sis. Mm -hmm. Thank you, (laughs) baby. That's my (laughs) (laughs) boo-boo. Yes, you are absolutely right. And that's what, um, even what Drea was sharing, sis, about the scar, you know, for, um, I didn't really embrace mine because I had a um, cesarean as well with Jeremy. You know, because same thing, his heart rate was dropping and they was like, we got to take him, you know, and I did not want that cesarean. But I said, you know what? Let's do it. I'm at, you know, what, 17 years old, young. And so um, I I really didn't embrace my scar until I think it was probably like two years ago where I would actually, you know, how you had that little extra where your stomach a little bit, Mm -hmm. that that little hangover my cousin called it a muffin top. So your little muffin top. And I actually would, would rub my hand across my scar and say, this was my son. Right. This was from my son. So I embraced my scar. You, but know. you know, you know why we don't embrace it at first. Oh, sorry. Uh, you know why we don't embrace it at first as women, because society put this image in our head. We have to be perfect and our body have to be perfect. And we don't. God made us who he who we are and right. we're making his image. So scar not that scar we got. Jesus got too. you know what right. I mean? So we have to embrace it. But society have these beautiful women stick figures and everybody think they got to be thin and they got to be this and no everybody is not you know right. whatever you got we have to embrace it as women you know, i think it's more for women than men because men don't care you know like austin you a man you could you could you know tell me if i'm wrong but men don't care about the image of their body like we do you know we want to be perfect and we got to have all these surgeries that oh i got to have this slim waist i got to have a flat stomach i got my nose to be perfect i got my my lips you know we think all this stuff make us beautiful and it don't we already beautiful right Mm -hmm. i I was just i was just gonna say that society is what I think that's a huge part of the reason why I was like, no, I don't want it. Right. Like, oh, look at her stomach and da da da. That was a huge part as to why I was like, no, I do not want that. But eventually, shoot, I don't, I don't care what anybody got to say about me. Right. Exactly. Right. There you go. As you love you and your man love you. Uh, <laughs> you better stop playing because I do. Come on now. I know. Come on now. I know you do. I've been telling her, you be stop, stop tripping. You beautiful the way you are right now. You don't got to go lose no weight. You don't got to worry about that scar. That scar makes you, to me, to me, that scar shows me that she is strong. She's super, right. she can go through anything and I can count on her to get through it too. Right. Whether I'm there or not, she can right. get through it. You see this nephew? Drop yeah, that. I see that. Now, don't drop the drink now. Come on now. That's why your camera already messed up. Come on now. Just drop the mic on that. You know what? Oh, oh drop. 
Man, you just, <laughs> just teaching some young fellas just now. You just taught some old ones too. Right. Look. Um, hey, embrace, you know what, what he just said? Embrace the scar. He embraced the scar he because he understands. He mm -hmm. no, he appreciates and he values. I was in that room she when she got the scar. scar. I walked up in there like with my scrubs on like this. <laughs> and I looked over. I looked over and I said, they like, don't look that way. Me being me, I'm going to look anyway. You can't tell me what not right. to do. So I looked right. over there and sure enough, I saw everything out of her stomach. And I said, and I looked at her and I was like, she's wait, hold on. She's awake. <laughs> and I looked back over and I was like, all right, I guess we're doing this thing then. And I walked over to her and just sat there and talked to her. And she's like, I can feel it. So I told one of the docs, I was like, she can feel it. And he's like, oh, she can. But she wasn't <laughs> crying nothing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it was just like pressure that she was feeling. And then I try to stand up to look, and they told me to sit back down, so I didn't see nothing else. But right, but right. walking into the room just seemed the like what is it four? I think it was three or four doctors, just all their hands in her, like in her stomach, trying to get Joshua out. And I was like, oh Jesus, I couldn't go through it. I'm like, put me out. I need to go to sleep. I don't want to. I want to be awake for this. Mm -mm. I do not right. want to be awake for nothing. Right. But yeah. Everybody. So seeing that, yeah. I've seen so many posts like before that um, people say like people go the cesarean route because it's easier. I'd be like, I'd be like, sweetheart, do you know the recovery of a cesarean? Is long. Right. That recovery right. is tough. I couldn't even hold my son for the first at least five hours after mm -hmm. I had him. I'm like, y'all are crazy. <laughs> right. That's the worst thing I've ever had to endure was a freaking, well, one labor that was horrible, but my cesarean recovery was terrible. It was so yeah. rough. And so even now I look at it like I went through that. I did that. Right. <laughs> I did that because look, that was tough. Right. And you think about the people having multiple kids, twins, yeah. up, you know, exactly. Right. They go through some stuff and we, we need to find somebody who had twins or triplets or something and bring them on, sis, so right. they can tell their testimony. But you know that I could just imagine because I never had any multiple births, but I can imagine that's not easy. Right. right. Yeah, that's like my cousin. She had, you know, the twins. Yeah. And I I no, I can't I can't imagine. <laughs> right. You know, having twins. I one was enough. My goodness. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> having more than one at one time, yeah. I could just only imagine. Like, we're going to have to get her on here to tell her testimony, honey. Right. So, I'm if you're watching, you. JJ, you up next. Yes. Yeah. You're watching. <laughs> it says she was. And whoever else. Whoever uh, else on here yep. that have multiple births. And Reach how out to so love yep. to have y'all on. Absolutely. <laughs> but you're absolutely right. And so, what I did hear from each one of the scars that we carry is uh, value. And that's a symbol of life, a symbol that we're living, you know, and we may endure even more scars. Right. And so you got our, our listeners, anybody under the sound of our voice, you may be, you may have some scars, embrace them, embrace them, learn from them, grow from them, mature from them. You know, um, there may be there may be more scars coming and just oh, yeah. be prepared. But understand it's a part of life. 
Right. And I do have, um, I know, sis, before you'll be close, and I do want a, a little, um, I have two little quotes here that I wanted to share. Go ahead. I thought was really good. So women and men aren't simply, excuse me, strong women and men aren't simply born. We are forged through the challenges of life. With each challenge, we grow mentally and emotionally. We move forward with our head held high and a strength that cannot be denied. A man or a woman who's been through the storm and survived, we are warriors. Warriors. Yes. He and she Amen. <laughs> wears their scars like a warrior, for mm -hmm. there is a reminder that they are alive. Yes. We're alive. We are alive. Yes. Any closing comments? I got, I got one here? star. I got one scar on my thumb. I was telling you about that the other last night, Mom. <laughs> <That's, laughs> is one star. That scar. Oh, we Can gonna we talk, talk about it. You? Well, let's talk we about gonna, this scar. We gonna talk about it. All right. So it's it's funny. It's hilarious. But like, if I don't know you and you ask me about it, I'm telling you, I got stabbed. Okay. Because <laughs> it sounds more like I'm more. You know, I'm a warrior because of it. No, no, no. So here's a real story. So I'm downstairs in my room back i don't know how long ago this was um but i was taking off my shoes right and there was a i was sitting in my my desk and i was taking off my shoes and my hand slipped off my shoe and i went into the metal rod of the desk and mm. cut my thumb open mm. that's that's the story that's 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 what it is it's it's funny to me it's funny. It's funny. It's funny. It was yeah. embarrassing. I said, "Boy, that, that's a that's, that's not a embarrassing. That can happen that is, anybody." That's the truth. Yeah. I know, but it's like, come on, you really cut your thumb open, taking off a shoe. Shoes happen. It's, it's like it's, it's in the rod. It's like a fish. It's like a fish drowning in water. Come on now, well, really? I, think, I can't say nothing because I shared with him last night too. Because this little scar I got on my finger. You know, Dre, you already know. I'm cutting, oh, cutting the. Cutting a little box to get my little air freshener out of the box, you know, the glade plug-ins. I'm cutting it and I literally, because I'm using my hair scissors, I cut the box, but then I cut a chunk out my finger with oh, the geez. same scissors. I said, You have got to be kidding me. Did you just literally cut your finger trying to cut this I've box? I've done that so many times I'm immune to it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, the freakiest things happen in the freakiest ways. You know, a scar is a scar. Right, you know, score is a score. Uh, I don't have that scar anymore. Right, but yes, I do want to um, just thank each one of y'all for coming on. This was absolutely on time, you know, because we want people to understand and value. You know, you may be carrying scars, you may have some scars, physical, emotional, mental scars, you know, but know that those scars are there to, as a representation of life. Mm -hmm. And you yes. are conquer. You are victorious. You know, sis, last minute comments. Well, you know, I just like to thank our guests for coming on. Thank you guys very much. And to all you who are viewing us, you can visit us on Facebook, YouTube, Anchor, Spotify, Instagram, and more is coming to you soon. So with that being said, go out and be a blessing to somebody. And if you can't be a blessing, don't stop nobody else blessing. We love you. We love you. And also, so we have come to the end of this show. So we hope and pray that you have grabbed something today that will that will restore you and encourage you to take these principles and the strategies and teachings 
that we apply to your lives daily, okay? Because they will truly help you, trust me. You're destined for greatness and it is truly time to walk in your purpose and tap into the what? The unlimited you. So we thank you. you, we love you, yes. Until next time, have a beautiful day with the Lord. And what do I say? Do not journey without him. Peace. <laughs> oh, wait, I did not.